Welcome to She Gets It Podcast. These are my thighs. You at the right place, my place, this show, She Gets It Podcast. Let's go. Welcome to She Gets It Podcast. I run my mouth about damn near everything. Um, So my topics are going to vary. Do I have a day where I post? And I don't post. No, I do not. I post whenever I feel like that shit needs to be posted up. Um, so I hope you scroll through and you find like a topic you want to hear about or discuss or you are curious about. And I hope you have some fun. Uh, please uh, subscribe if you're if you like if you're interested. And please leave your comments on Apple Podcast app or on Google. Or on Spotify, and you could always email me, and my IG is she gets it pod. And let's get into today's episode. Bye. What up? Like, I know I said I wasn't going to talk about it, I know I said, uh, this is X, Y, and Z done, and I left the conversation, but. It's like that it keeps coming up. Like, their bullshit keeps coming up. And it's kind of like, I think everybody shrugs at it because that's the job. But I'm just tired of the NFL and their shit, dog. Like, I can't tell y'all the last football game I watched um, since, like, their fuckery with the Kaepernick shit from, like, over a year ago. I haven't been watching I can't tell you a game I watched. I didn't watch the last uh, Super Bowl. Like, nothing like that. My thing is this. The NFL's layout is definitely on some master-slave ownership. I own you mindset. You know, I can allow you mentality. And if I don't like what you do, I'll limit you financially. Like, that's the how it's set up. And I think most men go to the NFL because... They love American football or they go because they can and it's effortless talent that they have. And why not do something that's effortless that I, you know, I kind of enjoy sometimes and get paid big money for it. Completely understandable because we all need money to go ahead and maneuver through every day. Like that's basic knowledge. And if you say that you don't need money, you're lying. Um... We have to understand that the money that these football players are getting paid goes into a lifestyle. It goes into dependency on feeding their families and taking care of um, any foundations they built or sending money back to other countries and, you know, them, you know, gaining more exposure with other brands that are related to football and when you have that much pressure on you to be in the game and do good and show up, it's kind of like some players shrug at uh, situations outside of that field. Um, some players didn't even finish college. Some don't know what else they would want to do other than football. And, you know, to get into... American football, you need to be, you know, into high school football. Got it. Maybe when you go to college, you get university exposure. Got it. Then 
Before that, you want to give your coach in high school like a list of colleges you're thinking about. Got it. Then you want to play like your best game so you can have good highlights and stats to show, you know, the scouts when they come out to the games and shit. Got it. Then you want to register for the NCAA by your junior year. Got it. Then you want to choose an offer by your senior year that you would like to go ahead and play football. Like damage your body for this benefit of this team. Damage your body for the benefit of this NFL making billions of dollars off of your sweat. Because that's basically what it is. Yes, we're going to give you enough money to have a, you know, lab, like a lavish lifestyle. Mm, kind of, depending on what you're supporting, what you're paying for. And we're going to allow you to be around so many celebrities. And we're going to allow you to be able to, you know, help your family. But what are you taking from me? Like, <clears throat> there's a lot of control that comes into working for the NFL and being on that field and putting on that uniform and tying up those laces. It's a lot of you that you're leaving in that locker room, that you're leaving in your car before you show up, that you're leaving on the bus, that you're leaving at home. There's a lot of you that you got to leave there now because you got to put on this face. You got to you put on this suit and you got to basically dance for them. You got to entertain them. You're good enough to entertain the world. You're good enough to entertain these brands out here. So what are you giving them control of? Because they will blackball you when you don't do what they want you to do. When you don't act how they want you to act. And I say that with like a dancing move and shit. <clears throat> they would find you through having strict branding regulations. You know, certain shit you can't wear. They will find you um, for things you say on the field. Uh, mannerisms. Things they say that you did with your body when that's not your intention. Um not being able to have an opinion politically. They will scrutinize you. They will, you know, I'm not telling you that you're wrong to your face, but I'm going to show you that you're wrong so I can keep you on that bench and have you not play. That type shit. And just because you make another word for what's happening doesn't mean that it's not what I know you're doing. Um, the... Accusations that come from the media that might involve certain uh, football players. They're not saying that you absolutely for sure, through a shadow of a doubt, did X, Y, and Z. But because, you know, your name is in the media right now and things is kind of quote unquote hot, we're going to have you sit out. Or we're not about to let you play a couple of games just to see what's going on. That type shit. And yes, I know every job comes with rules. And things you have to abide by. But I think the NFL takes it to a whole nother level of we own you now. Sign here on the dotted line. You no longer can speak unless we tell you to speak. You no longer can act out unless we tell you that's appropriate act out based upon what our thoughts are. It's very like controlling to a next level to where I'm just like nigga. Not nigga but. I'm trying to be better. Lord. I'm trying to be better. We're working on each other. 
Um, my G. Okay. You probably not my G, but my G. Y'all on some extra ass shit on these fields and what y'all regulating with these players. The fines that these players get on the field go to programs for former players. Um, the NFL Player Care Foundation, the Gene Upshaw Players Association Players Assistance Trust. But in all actuality, um, with all the fucking money that these owners and uh, NFL people are getting, you know, sitting up there comfy at the games and shit, owning teams and shit, the billions of dollars that y'all got, Y'all need to be paying for these football players' care, young and old. It shouldn't be coming from fines, petty-ass, stupid-ass fines that these players get on the field. Like, that shit is bullshit. And I'm sure that the money that y'all getting for these quote-unquote player care foundations is going to be a tax write-off. Therefore, you really get to keep your fucking money in your pockets. And the players that are really damaging their bodies working for the NFL are basically paying for older players care because these rich white men don't want to pay for shit. They're more concerned in like, what the fuck I can write off on my taxes. Let, let them other players pay for their care. We got nothing to do with that. We can't make money off of those old players no more. They on their own. Like that's the mentality that they have in, I'm not into football, but for the little bit that I've researched, um, that's why their asses are so rich. Because we constantly, quote unquote, need them to supply us this lifestyle of lavishness or whatever the fuck you think it is. That shit is crazy to me. You know, they could get um, fines through quote-unquote on-field commercial logo violation or anything to do with gang signing so you know people have to be mindful of what they do with their hands and shit that shit is crazy to me but that shit is like regular for them so i'm just like okay i guess it's, it's just crazy. I think people need to really understand, like, what they want to do and why they want to do it. Um, and just really figure out if playing for the NFL is something you want to do. And then I was fucking thinking more because, you know, I'm always thinking throughout my day. And I'm just like, hmm, like, what are some jobs that people are willing to work to dismiss their integrity? Or to dismiss, like, their self-respect. Like, what are some jobs you, whoever is listening, are willing to do to dismiss, like, shit you stand on? And I think a lot of people work jobs every day that go against their beliefs just to support their family and themselves. I think um, people work jobs not being able to have a say every fucking day. That's why people are stressed out. That's why people have anxiety. That's why people have headaches. 
Um, because your body does not lie. Your body will tell you every time that you're doing something wrong or you're doing something that's not for you or you're doing something that you're not built for. It will tell you. And I think a lot of people use medication and drugs to basically numb the truth. And sometimes numbing the truth can be taking painkillers to not have your body talk to you and tell you, uh, this is not it. Sometimes the job you work is just not it. And the older I get, the more I'm just like, ain't there is not a job on planet earth that will ever keep me or make me feel like I have to be there unless I see the benefits and I actually want to be there. There's no job. I don't care how much you pay me. Like my, my kids are always going to need. Yes. I have bills. Yes. I have student loans. Yes. But I'm not going to work no job where my integrity is on the line every day or put aside or make sure when you, before you clock in, you better leave your integrity in the car. I'm not working no job for that. I'm sorry. And a lot of people do it. And a lot of people are very dishonest. And a lot of people will do anything that, you know, propped up an opportunity. I'm just not one of those people. Um, a lot of people work a job that doesn't value the fact that you have a family or value the fact that you want a family. That, um, I forgot her name. I think she was like a runner that they just let go of because... She was pregnant and she had her baby. Like, what the fuck? Like, there's no brand big enough that's going to dictate how I go about living my life. I don't care if I play football, basketball, if I ran track. I don't give a fuck. These pe- You have to show these people. If it's a large number of us that stand up to these companies and show these people that you cannot regulate my wants, you cannot regulate my dreams, you cannot regulate how I move and what I want out of this fucking life because you want me to dance for you, run for you, catch balls for you, dunk balls for you, like, no. Like, sometimes you got to say no. Because sometimes you're saying yes tells millions of boys and girls that they have to say yes despite what they believe. Sometimes that's the shit that's on the line. Sometimes it's just not about you. And that works both ways. Some people wake up and be like, you know what? This is not about me. Yeah, I know what I'm doing is wrong, but I got to pay these bills. I got to get this money. And some people are out here getting these, getting this money to pay these bills just to turn around and be broke, like broke, broke on Saturday. Broke, broke riding that car around with that lease. Broke, broke with that bag with no money in it. Broke, broke with those new shoes, but you ain't got two quarters to rub together. Just broke, looking stupid, looking dumb. Well, 95% of the shit that you got on from head to fucking toe is feeding the legacy of some Italians. It's feeding the legacy of some French Anglo-Saxons. It's feeding the legacy of some owner, some business owner making billions of dollars every year, writing off hella shit on their taxes. FYI, 
that orange man in the White House. But we're not about to talk about him. But my thing is, like, you have to be able to say no sometimes. Like, I've always hated being in an office working and motherfuckers want to micromanage somebody for the sake of, hey, I'm not going to be a blatant dick, but I'm going to be a dick professionally. Don't come over here with that shit. Don't come over here with that shit. I hated micromanaging or people constantly reminding you that you are replaceable. Bitch, this job is replaceable and I got two more, okay? I will empty this drawer and today will be my last day and you ain't got to know shit. And I'm going to leave politely too. Like there's no job that can make my no be a yes for the sake of me being able to pay a motherfucking bill. And sometimes I wish that more people in life had that stance and that integrity about themselves to not be regulated by, oh, you know, I'm trying to work this job for this pension, man. I'm trying to work this job for my 401k. I'm trying to work this job. Do you understand that your motherfucking 401k is a percentage of your money that you've worked that's been set aside with the hopes and dreams that you make it to 59 years old, 58 and a half, and then maybe you can touch it? Like, why not take the money that you're getting from each check, put it aside, save enough up, to probably buy a property that you go and go ahead and lease out to people and make that money now and have that money liquid enough for you to do some other shit with it and grow it as you live your life. And then think about how much money you will have growing your money as you live your life now, paying bills and having access to money all the time because you own property. By the time you get up to 59, you already been living like you at 59 and retired. Like, don't let people fucking regulate how you live and how you go about your day and what you do with your fucking money. Like, that shit be sounding nice, but at the end of the day, there's a better way. People are just, like, lazy and don't want to research a better way on how to live by how they believe life is supposed to be lived with their integrity still intact. Your body, if your body feels off and you're at a job, that's your body telling you you don't need to be there. If you're suffering from like anxiety, whether you work from home, whether you're in a relationship, whether you go to a job, whether you go to an office, and you know, you're just getting these major ass headaches. And your body feels off. People be talking to you, but you feel distant and out of body and you're not in the conversation. That's your body telling you that uh, maybe this is not a good environment for us. Let me go ahead and spruce up my resume and look around. But like, there's always a better way for you to benefit off of the life you want to live. I think some people just get mentally complacent and physically complacent thinking that this this little box right here, this is the only motherfucking option I've got. So I'm going to sit in this option. That's not it. You have options out here. You're just not utilizing your resources. 
There are free books at the library that you can read on how to expand your options on how you want to live the life you want. Ashley's life, Peter's life, Rebecca's life, Samantha's life, John's life may not be the life I want to live. So don't put us side by side. Maybe that their goals is not the goals I want. I don't want to live in a box, have my day known, have my weeks known of how it's going to be the next week and the next week and the next week. I do not function that way. I like to live spontaneously. Doesn't mean I don't want to know if I can tomorrow. It just means I can't be boxed on. This is the only way I know how to do it. This is the only way it could be done. I don't think like that. I don't think limited. So I can't be with somebody that thinks limited. I can't be with somebody that's, you know, comfortable only getting money one way. And because I know I can't, I'm not going to go ahead and fight somebody in numerous arguments or discussions about how living like that is possible. I'm going to just move around, respectfully move around. But that's cool, though. It's okay. Not everybody's going to think like you. That's why as you get older, finding that right person is supposed to be a little bit harder. But when you do it, it's going to be effortless. And a lot of people don't understand that. And if you're at a job and they never mind your suggestions and they brush you the fuck off, And the questions that you've had, you end up asking the same questions three or four times. That's them telling you that they don't give a fuck. Go do what we asked you to do because we cut you a check. And that's when you got to say, is your motherfucking check that you cut me every two weeks worth it? Or should I move the fuck around? Man, that's your decision to make. But I just feel like... For me, there's no job that's going to make me question my integrity or leave that shit in the car or leave that shit at home. I take it with me everywhere I go. When I see strangers, when I'm in a store, when I'm with my kids, like that's never something that's up for grabs for somebody else to take from me. And I just, another thing is, it's 2019. It's almost 2020. It's almost a year that your great great grandparents thought was not motherfucking possible. We got a few more months in 2019. It's almost 2020. And I just feel like it's embarrassing and disgusting that I still live in a year where the first African American something can actually be at the beginning of a motherfucking sentence. I hate when I see a sentence or an article or paper or an essay or a book that has a motherfucking sentence that says the first African-American. Do you ever have you have you ever seen a book, an article, a um, a story, a news headline said the first Italian, the first uh, French, the consistently with people 
millennials in 2019. Like I'm sure I've seen it in history books. I'm sure I've seen it in my biology book in high school. I'm sure I've seen it in health books in college. But my thing is like right now, it shouldn't be a need to write the first African-American anything. Now, if we're talking in the context of who are their parents, where were they from, where are they from, what is their culture, then we can talk about if I'm an African-American or not, whatever the hell that is. But I don't feel like before you talk about my contributions to discovering a cure for this disease, discovering um, the fact that I can build this building or discovering the fact that I'm a great designer or discovering the fact that I'm an owner of this film studio, you got to put that shit. We should not be limited. We should, it should not be a, oh my God, they're black. To anything that's possible in 2019. We should be able to do whatever we want. And every time I see Anything that says the first African-American, it tells me and it reminds me that, hey, <laughs> one of y'all slipped through. Okay, I give you this one. But we still regulating shit. We still, you know, have more of us in the building than y'all. Okay, we let one of y'all get some. Okay, we give one of y'all a piece. All right, we let one, you know, president that kind of looked like y'all slip through the cracks. Man, stop accepting that shit. I will not accept as long as I'm on this earth kicking and talking and being my goofy self. I will never accept anybody to put the first African-American anything in front of my kid's name and no article or newspaper or media. It's not happening. Take that shit off the air. Rewrite that shit. It's not happening. Let brown people be great in their essence that they are great. Just like Molly, just like Rebecca, just like Peter, just like uh, Habib, All cultures need to be allowed to be great and be within their greatness without people saying, oh, they black. Oh, you know, um, one of their parents is black or African-American. That shit don't matter. Like, if you ever go to a job and... They said, oh, you one of the first black people to work here. That tells you that they still, or this company, or this, these execs here still feel like people that look like you, that come from your culture background, are beneath them. Because this, this atmosphere is not balanced. And you have to be mindful that some businesses, some offices where you work, only have a balanced number of ethnicities because legally 
a lot of companies are being forced to give percentages of how many Asians they have, how many whites they have, how many um, Hispanics they have, how many blacks they have. And it's not because they want to hire you. It's just because you help with their motherfucking percentage. And sometimes when they want to feel good about their motherfucking businesses, they want to get awards for shit for having a diverse working environment. Tell me if I'm lying. I'm not lying. I ain't got time to lie. My life is too real. I'm just saying, let's be better. Let's just get out here and be great. Despite what I look like. Despite, you know, where I come from. Despite who my parents are. Let's be out here being great. And if the NFL is going to be so dicky. And blackballing people and shit. And if they so about their players. Where the fuck is the brown skin or the Hispanic NFL team owner at? Until that, until then, I don't want to hear shit about the motherfucking NFL and their motherfucking players. Period. But that's all I got to say about the NFL and they shit. Bye. that's all folks if you enjoyed today's episode cool please feel free to leave a review on apple Podcasts or leave a voicemail on anchor if you did not enjoy today's episode don't worry there's more to come (laughs) bye